Hello everybody, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to Tanya Tuesday. We are now about to begin Perak Chof Vav of the Sefer Tanya. That is chapter 26. And in chapter 26, we are beginning the third part of this Sefer. If you recall, and you can take a look back at the first class here, which was the introduction to Tanya, the whole theme of this work is the explanation, or an elaboration, of the Pasuk, of the verse that says, Ki lecha so, that this matter, meaning the proper observance and life of Torah and mitzvos, is extremely accessible to you, in your mouth, in your heart, to do it. So, the Balatanya goes through several ways in which this is done. The first way this was done was chapters 1 through 17, in which the Balatani explained that while it is not easily, readily accessible for everyone to become a pure tzaddik who truly changes his nature, yet it is accessible for everyone to change the way that they behave. By struggling, a daily struggle, which is a healthy struggle, between the selfish component of the human experience, which is the Nefesh Bahamas, and the godly experience, which is the Nefesh Elokis. Then, the second issue, which was dealt with in uh, chapters 18 through 25, rather, the second strategy, is that all that a Jew has to think about is how inherently his soul, or her soul, is taken from and inherits the qualities of the souls of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, that all Jews have the ability to give up their life rather than do anything wrong. Because every Jew heard the two commandments, I am the Lord your God, and you have no other gods before me, at Harsinai, the first two of the Aser Sedibros. And this, these two mitzvos branch out into all the mitzvos. So just as a Jew has the ability not to do anything that is unmonotheistic, so too, once you understand that all mitzvos and all averos are the commands of that one God, who is the true reality, not just that he's the commander, he is the only reality, then everything else can become easily accessible. Which now leads us to part three. And part three begins with the words, Baram To understand how everything can be easily accessible, we need to understand this great principle. And what is that principle? The principle is that the secret to a healthy observance and an accessible ability to do the right thing is to fully understand the midah, the trait of simcha. The key to all of this is simcha. And what is simcha? Simcha does not mean happiness in a generic way. Rather, simcha is the opposite of what the Balatanya calls atzlus, laziness, kvedus, heaviness of the heart. And the success, simcha, has to do with limber, easy movements. So that, so here is the summary of this chapter, chapter 26. He says, even though there are verses that indicate that it's a healthy thing to be weighed down and to feel a little bit of guilt over the wrong things that you've done, this is not actually meant to be a permanent solution. Rather, the ideal solution, which is found in Tehillim Nun Aleph, Psalm 51, 
is to feel a sense of tashmieni sason v'simcha, meaning the sadness that one feels about having done something wrong is just meant to be a temporary prelude that is sometimes required before accessing the true value of simcha. So now the Balatanya asks, how can a person access this level of simcha that the Arizal said is the secret to everything? So he says, this is the solution. This is the Eitzah HaYi'utzah. This is the advice that is given. First of all, one needs to understand that even if something bad happens, the bad that happens in our life, which can sometimes bring a person down, is actually not inherently bad. Rather, it is from a level of reality and should be appreciated as coming from a level of reality known as Alma de Iskasya, which means the hidden level of reality. The hidden level of reality is the one that we all inherently understand, that the secret to achieving a connection to that which is most high and most deep is difficulty. That is specifically through difficulty that God's will is truly revealed in this world. And I will just add parenthetically that we know this is true, because when people live a life of ease and luxury, they become soft and useless and weak. Then there is another concern, that perhaps I cannot feel any simcha, because I feel weighed down in my spiritual service, because I am torn by all the bad things that have happened before in my life. So the Balatanya says, listen. That sadness that you feel because you're not able to succeed in davening well or learning well, he says, there's no time for that. Hashem wants us to do proper service through simcha and a good, healthy heart. So if you feel any of that guilt from times that are difficult and that you think, oh, I've been a failure, then what it is that you need to tell yourself when that happens is that if that guilt wants to exert itself, Set an appointment. Decide, you know what, guilt, I don't have time for you. How about we get together Thursday at 10 p.m. and we meet for 15 minutes. And you can tell me all of the bad things I've done that will make me feel guilty. But until Thursday at 10 p.m. and after Thursday at 10.15 p.m., I'm going to do what I have to do, which is to function with a level of emuna, faith, emuna shlema, full faith, that Hashem really wants to forgive me. And I will be able to turn my mood into one of Simcha. That's the basic summary of chapter 26, which I recommend reading all by itself at times that a person feels down. The Balatanya will continue talking about Simcha in the chapters to come, but this is the beginning of this third part of Tanya that discusses the value of Simcha in one's Jewish life. Thank you all for listening.